what's everybody else going to like? And I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. We've built some cars that are very polarizing, but I love them. <laughs> I don't really care. And if I listened to everybody else, they wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. But at least it's enough to evoke some kind of an emotion out of yep. it. Like, you don't necessarily need to like it, but hopefully you appreciate the amount of effort, mm-hmm. which is a common comment. Like, I can appreciate the amount of effort, but f- <gasps> it's ugly. welcome to another (laughs) (laughs) you can do the intro this time (laughs) send it rob welcome to another podcast by trick factory customs You're doing pretty good up in the I know. I was like, oh, we're expecting the rest of the intros and no. things. Okay. Take the wheel. Welcome back to another episode on Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If this is the first time watching, my name is Elvis. Tim. And I'm Rob. Awesome. And uh, on this podcast, we talk about modified cars, uh, hurt feelings sometimes, and that might be happening in today's episode, depending on... Whoa. Uh, yeah. It's a loaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about building custom cars for yourself or building it for social media or versus oh. building it for social media because oh. in the um in the past few years since youtube has become a thing instagram has become a thing um we've been seeing a lot of builds that might some might say have been done for just social media or just for the views and we might or might mm. not be guilty of some of it too <laughs> no i think we tried we attempted. It may or may no, not. No, 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 no. We'll, we we're going to have to dig we'll, into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> dig into that. And so we're going to be talking about that in this video as to what building a car for yourself looks like and what building a car for social media looks like. So with that said, we're going to dive right in. What's going on? What's happening? So we had a snow week and we decided to take advantage of that. We went out and ripped the Euro. Yes. Oh, man. It, it was, was so sick. fun. Yeah. It was so cool. <laughs> I mean, it's far from ready to like fully rip, but we, d- we did it anyways. Yeah. I was kind of sketched out for, at some point. I was like, oh, is Tim going to run into like a car? <laughs> Come on, or man. Something? <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> because you, full, you sent that thing, and I was like, oh, shoot, you're actually going well, for it. Well, we don't it. have a lot of turning radius, so I had to use throttle to steer the <laughs> yeah. vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you handled yeah. it. The snow the snow made it uh, actually decent. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah because you're just drifting around <laughs> quite a bit, like over probably two feet of snow. Yeah, probably. It was a lot 16, of snow. 18 inches. Yeah, until we just used the prime time before all the roads had been plowed. Well, to just everybody else stayed home like a bunch of babies. Exactly. <laughs> so we had the entire neighborhood to ourselves. Yeah, which is funny because I feel like some people in that live in the other side of Canada. If you don't know where in the Vancouver area, some people that live in the other side of Canada, which is like the cold, cold sides, like but find it laughable. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this part of the Canada is the nicest part of Canada, and it almost never snows here. But it rains, it rains a quite lot. a bit. Every time we have a change of weather, people act like they've never seen it before. <laughs> so we'll have like Every a month time. and a half of sunshine. Yep. And then it'll rain and everybody will crash into each other. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll get used to the rain and then it'll snow and then they all crash, crash into, into each, each other. other. But they mm-hmm. act like it's sneaking up on them. Mm. Like we're babies here. So they'll be like, oh shit, it's going to snow six weeks from now <laughs> for sure. And everybody day of is like, oh my God, <laughs> crashing, bald tires, summer tires and <sighs> crashing each so other. Dumb. It's so dumb. I think we need to make a separate episode. Maybe we'll talk about it next week of like front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, summer tires. But do you actually need winter tires? Because 
I feel like you do, but we're not going to dive into that right now because it's going to be a whole different mm. podcast. But what's been happening at the shop this past week, though? We're in the final stages with the two-door short wheelbase hardtop G-Wagon that we're working on. Uh, we're in the final stages of preparation on it for our client. He's taking it to a G-Wagon event in Las Vegas, a two-day rally event that he's going to. So we're prepping that for him. We're doing so many G-Wagons now, we contemplated renaming the shop to the G-Spot. Oh my God. <laughs> it was, as you might imagine, it was kind of a win because we're all kind of like, oh we're all gutter God. freaks like that. G-Factory. <laughs> nah, nah, man, like G-Spot. G-Spot like, At least you know where to find good. us. Maybe it's you can start a, a separate, like a half company or what did it call? probably be the only G-Spot that a dude would ever know how to yeah. find. <laughs> you can so it, so yeah. women would probably Google say oh, my we have 0.01% women listeners and that just turns to 0.00 so what? we just scared them all they all oh, just wow. agreed with us yeah they someone out there right now took that information is like i'm gonna make a google app for yeah. this how to find <laughs> the g-spot <laughs> oh turn by turn directions that's yeah. amazing sick yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's funny. Yeah. I wonder if there's a street view for that. But I know. I don't know I'd be censored. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll find it's in the fork of a road. Oh my, okay, this is just getting, this is getting worse and worse and worse. Anyway. <laughs> oh my. Okay, back to, to the topic yes. of discussion. Okay. Let's get yes. to it. <laughs> wow. We kind of oh. went off the rails there a little bit. Yeah. Oh hey, that's just a normal day here for us. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Half of our lunch conversations, we cannot <laughs> yeah. discuss it with the public. Oh, that's a whole nother yeah. channel, and the people would pay for that one. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Premium content. Uh, yeah. Check out our Patreon account <laughs> if you want some of that. <laughs> oh, but uh, we were talking about uh, building custom cars, building them for yourself versus building them for others or for social media. So, <clears throat> thoughts? Thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> I got strong opinions on this one. You know that, Elvis. I feel like I'm going to start, I'm going to blur out half of the things <laughs> Pete thinks Tim is going to say because he's going to call out someone or some people. <laughs> what I call out? I don't think that stuff ever makes it to the street. The, what makes it to the street? Oh, any of those builds. Okay, the guys that we're talking about, or the person, the Which one person. person? Who are we so about? someone that's unknown. <laughs> so we're at an interesting time in in like the industry and like society now, where you can actually have a legitimate career just creating content, and like whatever that content might be, it's kind of just content for the sake of content. Like you don't even actually have to be into whatever you're doing; you're just doing it for the views or I don't even or, think you have to finish it before people it, lose it, interest in it yeah it's well yeah and like you just have to sort of like all it seems as if i'm a great a great portion of those people out there i mean they just finish it to the point where it kind of looks like it's finished but then it's and then it just gets kind of pushed aside yeah and then they just start working on the next one because it's like a hype thing that you're chasing all the time right like we used to play in a game where it's kind of like a little bit more hype game and, and it sucks it's absolutely shit, but uh, you see that all the time. You know, people just they just kind of gets pushed to the back, and you're working on the next all thing. All icing, no cake. Mm. You never ever really truly know. Just like, oh man, like because if you if you start following a build or a project, regardless of what it is, 
uh, if you, you're like into it, you're like watching this people, oh, this is cool. And like these guys are entertaining and I like the subject matter. I really want to see how that works at the end. Like, dude, let's see it rip or something, or, you know, let's see it function. And more often than not, it never happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like people also lose interest so fast these days so fast it is pretty crazy and instagram tiktok all of that does mm. not help in any way because youtube is primarily long-form content um and so but even minus that like people have gotten so used to the accustomed or i feel like accustomed to just looking at swiping okay five seconds here five seconds there swipe and then you see something um on online or on Instagram and then that's it. Like you've seen it and that's it. You're like, oh, I want to see something else. I want to see something else. I want to see until I feel like that has kind of translated or made its way kind of to YouTube as well. Um yeah. because there are some builds and we're gonna dive into us maybe even being a part of this sort somehow sort of. Mm -hmm. Um but there are, yeah, there's a lot of builds and there's one channel I can think of. I'm not going to say his name, but I'll if Tim it. says it, no, oh my God. Well, there's, the <laughs> <laughs> is that who we're talking about? Yes, that's I'm sorry, who we're what talking was it? about. <laughs> oh, what we like to say around here is. <laughs> <laughs> that whole line what? is just. Oh yeah! Everybody <laughs> yeah. already knows. Yeah, I know. Because every time, time you beep it, they're beep like, it "I know yeah, who it is." It's this guy, <laughs> yes. But not just this person that we're talking about. There's multiple. I feel yeah, like I've seen it so much recently. Of people just get bored. Like you're all you just notice your numbers just start dropping. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah. Well, we have the perfect example yes. of it on our page. Yes. So if you don't know, we're building a Lamborghini Urus Chevy Tahoe body swap. Every video we make, people always ask, is, is it, it done yet? Yeah, when but then you look yet? at that in comparison to like when we put up serious content mm -hmm. that where we're trying to showcase our project and mm -hmm. our abilities, it's like, yeah, it's like 5,000 views. Then we put anything to do with the Euroho that's like just a goofy, made out of spare parts, side gig, just for fun kind of thing. And it's like 10 Crazy times views. views, yeah. Did you guys ever follow like some older builds? Like uh, there's this build that is still going on now. It feels like Project Binky. Yeah, I watched every <laughs> single one of them. And and actually, you know what? It wasn't even that long ago that I was thinking about Project Binky and Bad Obsession Motorsports. Yes, that's the, um, the channel. I, I, I like obsessively watched every single one because I actually really liked it. They put out really cool, kind of quirky, fun British content, but they were legitimately building a car. Yeah. And like when the car was at a point where it was done, done, they, I, I saw a video that it was like months, months after the last one that I watched where they took it to a car show and they kind of had a little, a little couple of issues. Maybe it wasn't running quite right or, or whatever, whatever the case was, but it kind of just died on the vine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, what a what a shame. Yeah. But it's like those guys were building the car. I don't think they were building the car specifically to create likes. No, no. Like you could tell that they were building a car because they were enthusiasts of, of like the car mm -hmm. and they were trying to do something really radical. And they were just like, you know what? Let's film it because we enjoy doing this kind of stuff. And, you know throw it out there into the universe and they just made like a really really cool channel out of it it's been like what like 10 years yeah you know about that project yeah yeah so they're building a mini right I yeah think their it's focus a mini was on the actual 
engineering the doing and, and yeah. the engineering and what it took to actually create it yeah not so much as the persona of the car yeah 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 you know yeah I mean? yeah so that was fascinating like i still watch i still go back and watch old episodes if i need to maybe get some information of oh i want to do something fab related i'm like oh how do you blah 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 and they probably have a video on it because they tore that car apart and showed every yeah. little detail of how everything was done. Yeah, so that was a really good one. They had like, those guys, they had a really interesting ways of problem solving. Yes. <laughs> and and kind of is, is like for me, because I'm a builder, I, that's what I kind of watched it for. It was like just the unique way that they solved the problems that they had. And they had a lot of problems mm -hmm. that they had to solve on that build. They, I think they, they crammed a Celica GT... Rear GT GTS four, mm -hmm. like the all-wheel yep. drive, full drivetrain into that little tiny mm -hmm. Mini, and so it was obviously a packaging challenge to you know rival the hardest challenges you could possibly do. Yeah, uh, they did it, but uh, yeah, what a great channel. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's kind of one channel that I would think of that is a almost a perfect example of they. It doesn't look like they cared about views. They just did it because they were doing it for themselves just as something fun to yeah. do. Um, and so with the Euroho project, which is our Euros body swap Tahoe <clears throat> thing, um, it was just like a thing. Like what, how did that even start up again? Oh, because we had a leftover body. We had a couple yeah. of drinks. And then we had some drinks. Like, mm. And then we got a bad idea. And then I started Googling things <laughs> to see if we could actually do it. And then it turned out that it could. And then it just went from there. But yeah, the intent of that, I mean, initially, I feel like it was for fun or kind of for fun, but it was also like, ooh, let's see what happens if it's going to be a thing for like well, social media, right? Mm -hmm. Well, because because you're part of the team and you're like a, you know, like a, you're a full-time media content feed the media guy. <laughs> yeah. So like, so you're we, just as guilty as the rest of us. I know, <laughs> yes, I am, which is... So like this project, the Euroho is kind of like it's it's in, I think it kind of is born out of us trying to create something that, you know, our little team can, you know, kind of get their hands in and be a part of and sort of like get back to enjoying the the whole process of building something that's a lot less serious. And it just so happened that we happen to have like a massive parts bin of things that we're just sitting around and we're like, you know what? We tried selling this stuff and nobody's really biting on it because it's some weird, obscure stuff. And we have a Lamborghini body and you know how we like LSs. Well, we just happen to have a twin turbo set. Why don't we just put all of this stuff together? And then Tim, you know, did a little bit of surging and this is just, it just became a thing. And, but it was more or less because we wanted to create like a strong sort of team environment where we can just kind of like relax a little bit. Yeah. Everybody here watches all that stuff. Oh yeah. Like, we all watch it. Yeah. And it's like, we should do something stupid Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it looks fun. Yeah. And it is fun. But I think the single biggest, most frustrating part of the Euroho project for I don't know if they're fans, viewers, whatever we want to call them, is that we're not building it for them, I guess. Because, yes. like, our schedule is our schedule. Yes. Our budget is our budget. Yep. So it comes and goes as we, time allows, finances allowed, and we're just building it at our own pace. 
So we're not chasing the hype. Like mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not really addicted to the, you know. Yeah. So it's and so it's more frustrating for them than it is for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a cool project. Like it's a lot of fun, but it's just it's just a cool project. That's yeah. it. We're so not really we, yeah. building it for anybody other than ourselves. True. But yeah, so I feel like with the Euro, it's a bit of both-ish sort of. Yeah, like it's, it's kind of like in the middle. that it's got a huge amount of yeah. attention and that's going to motivate you, but I think we're still pretty well grounded in reality. Yeah. And we're not going to like, oh my God, we're going to be YouTube famous. We mm-hmm. got to go all in on this thing because mm-hmm. we know what it's like. Yeah. 20 minutes after it's done, it's like, what are you guys going to build you gonna next? next? Yeah, like, people yeah. are already asking us like, what are you going to do next? And then it's, I don't know. There's a lot of examples of body swaps and all of that online, but a lot of them are not done properly. Even though initially we were like, oh, we're going to do this on the cheap, but yeah, yeah we tried that to is snowball hack and slash thing. And <laughs> it's, it's just can't do it. You, I mean, you can do it for views. And again, like you can put that thing together if, if you just. Yeah, but we didn't want to do it, it at the expense of our shop. Exactly. Because like we don't want people associating that. Exactly. To what we normally do. So yep. it's kind of a hybrid of both. Like mm-hmm. it's. So it was like pretty early on in that project. It almost seemed as if we kind of had to have like a little internal sort of like flip. Like we're like, okay, we got a lot of views on this and like we and like pretty much like we had like a whole bunch of new viewers and people following along that probably never even thought about us before and and we really don't want those viewers those people following to sort of associate what we do in our real world our real shop to be what you know that's not that's not a representation of what we do Mm -hmm. because you know yes we're doing some stuff but like we can't it's not it can't be you know some hyper jankery because most people don't know, like that are new to our channel, do not necessarily, they haven't seen previous builds. And so yeah. they have no frame of reference as to what yeah. we do. And so if that's the first thing we show them and it's like, do it as cheaply or as not, like just slap it together. That's what, that's the impression that I feel like is gonna yeah. be. Well, that's kind of the standard. Yeah. yeah. It's like, get it done as fast as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, who knows how much time passes before the thing's actually finished. Yeah. Or they just move on to the next thing and it never really gets finished. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like even our buddy there, every time he tries to test something, it turns to shit and then you never see the car again. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it. It never repairs it. It never evolves. It never gets, you know, to a point where it's supposed to do what the initial intention was. It just gets shelved and it's on to the next thing. Yeah, and it's been the same for like five or six years that he's been doing this thing. Again, not like bad mouthing or bad talking or whatever, this guy, but it's just reality of what we've been seeing from YouTube because I'm a huge fan, but at the same time, it's like once a build is done, that's it. Like doesn't go back to it and all of that. But I still think I I enjoy watching. Like even if it fails, yeah, you want to see I the process see it evolve, yeah, be repaired and become awesome. Because mm-hmm. how many cars have we seen? Like Sean RB twenty six. Oh he built yeah. This car initially for hype, I think for SEMA, and then mm-hmm. they go and try to race it, and it's like okay, that's not the best. And then that car now is amazing. Crazy. And so then awesome. old Smokey, before it crashed, mm-hmm. it was the same thing. He built this crazy monster hype machine and then decided to try racing it. And then it had to evolve and turned into something even crazier. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the stuff I enjoy watching. Yep. Yeah. But these other guys, it never gets that far. It's like no. they try to drive it and they're like, oh, this is it's bad. 
and then boof, gone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they almost, sometimes you get tight, like we talk about, going that last, what, 20, 30% or that 1% takes most of the time because it's not necessarily easy, but it's easy to just hack something together and just be like, yeah. oh, this is a picture of what it's supposed to be, that's it. But actually make it usable and something that you actually drive is a lot of work as we've seen from so many builds at yeah, the shop. it's a lot of work and it's expensive, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and I guess if you're doing it for the entertainment side of it, um, that last like one or 10% of the build that it's like you're making really, really small moves that are almost imperceivable. Yep. Like you're, you're not, you know, throwing motors in and building chassis and doing wide bodies. You're not doing big move stuff to be able to create really radical changes for content, you know, week to week or whatever the schedule is you know, that last little bit takes all the time. And all of a sudden, like, like we were kind of touching on before, people lose their, their, their interest because you're not seeing big moves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you the know? easiest part of that whole project was putting the body on it. Yeah. Then after that, it's like, you gotta do little all things. the finicky stuff that takes Finishing time. And, <clears throat> yeah. So it's, it's been very interesting watching the project, uh, project or trajectory but I feel like even the Euroho stuff, initially it was insanely crazy, but I feel like now it's kind of settled mm. to like, we get like regular numbers that you're like, as opposed to like the first time we made the video it was like 100,000 views in like a week or something. Or yeah. like, I was like, oh I think that's gosh. from now people that are legitimately interested, interested in yes. the project yes. and want to see it through to the end. Mm -hmm. All the other, you know, slurpy kids that's got five second attention spans are already on to the next yeah, thing. Yeah, gone. And mm -hmm. even guys that talk shit, you'll see me in the comments. I was like, man, there's plenty of other shit for you to watch. Go watch that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to let you rush me. Yeah. For what? Yeah, it's no You're point. not paying my bills. No. <laughs> you want to pay my bills? Here's my Patreon link. <clears throat> and then we'll get rocking. Exactly. I would love just to build wild shit all yeah. day, every day. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Speaking of Patreon. We started a Patreon, if you're still listening this far in. We started a Patreon. We kind of announced it last video or last podcast, but check it out, Trick Factory, Trick Factory Customs, Patreon, or patreon.com slash trickfactory, or just go to patreon.com and type in Trick Factory Customs. We're going to come up. It's a membership, monthly membership. We have a lot of things, sending merch, uh, access to longer videos with engineering principles and things explained, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. fabrication tips and tricks. We're going to be doing live shows or live q a's and more so check yeah. it out and imagine if you choose the right tier membership you might get a map to the g-spot <laughs> <laughs> yes you might you might not <laughs> well, we'll see what happens you gotta unlock that tier still I don't think it's, on the it's, it's this way <laughs> oh my gosh okay <laughs> Uh, Elvis has got his work cut out. Yeah, I know. Elvis, so much editing Elvis, in this video. This are you tough. blushing? It's, oh, you can't tell when I'm blushing. I'm yeah, black. I can tell. No, it's no, camouflage, I man. I see it. Nah, man. <laughs> I have the perfect camouflage. Don't sunburn. You can't tell when I blush. It's glorious, uh, man. It's awesome. It's um, but, uh, so I just want to, what got you guys into cars? Like, was there a certain car? that got you guys into cars or like building a certain car that was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know, is your 190 part of what got you into cars? Like, what no, got you into Datsun. cars? Your Datsun? Mm. So was it like the thought of modifying it or was it like, of like what no, it could be? I came or? up from like BMXs. Okay. 
So, like, I raced BMXs, and you're constantly messing with them and changing parts and trying to make them better and faster, make yourself faster, then it transitioned into cars. There's a little bit of a lull there because it was cars and girls at the same time. <laughs> and then once I realized girls cost Don't a care. lot, then I focused on cars, mm. and then the rest is history. Oh, okay. Why did you buy a Datsun to begin with? Because it was the coolest looking thing that I'd ever seen. I so you just like town. stumbled across it. You're just yeah. like, yo, and it was like actual hatchet job. Oh no! Yeah, but so I remember bad. that car. It was. I sick. remember that car. Actually, that car was probably that car made me fall in love with the Datsun too. Yeah, because I, I didn't know anything about it before. Datsun 240Z, guards red sick. with the blacked out trim and the wide wheels. Mm. It was sick looking. It what, really terrible. was. <laughs> no, it was no, awesome. it was awesome. Oh, okay. It was awesome. Whoever sculpted this car out of Bondo. Did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. He was an artiste. Mm. But yeah, it started to fall apart. Probably, I don't know. I got a couple of few good years out of it before it started to show its trickery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But before, so like what got you into building cars though? Because I'm sure initially you were not like even before social, social media just started existing. Like listen. Uh, I was drawing cars and building Lego cars since I was a kid. And I didn't want to do anything else. Yeah. We can get into the whole father drama associated all that, but <laughs> literally, May, maybe not. Yeah, but maybe if you're not. a Patreon member, yeah, yeah I maybe guess we'll do an episode you for can that. Ask me later. <laughs> ask me on Patreon, and I'll tell you. Yeah, no, it's all I ever wanted to do. I yeah. owned my first custom car shop. I got a business loan through like this youth entrepreneurs business thing when I was 15. Dang, dude! And started a shop, installing neon lights and lip kits and spoilers and. That was it. Yeah, but you were doing it because you loved it, though. Like, yeah. no, like there was no even social media to speak of. I mean, there was like print no. media, but it's it's different from that. And you were doing it because you genuinely love to do it. Yeah, I was like the kid at like I used to delivery drive, so I would take my tips every night and go buy literally every car magazine because <laughs> there was newsstands at that time, mm -hmm. like little just magazine stores, convenience stores, and I had all the magazines. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty cool. And what about you, Rob? Uh, well, I mean, I came into like the custom car scene like that we know now a lot later in life, like into my early or in my early 20s is when that kind of started. But if I go back a little bit farther, I kind of always was we were in my little family. We were always kind of into motorsports stuff. Um, I grew up in Prince George, so like like road racing wasn't a thing there. There was, there was an old oval track that did like hit to pass and you know, that kind of stuff. It wasn't really that significant, but like in my little family, my, um, my, my father's best friend had uh, like a mud bogging truck. It's like a, it's Sick. like a, a four wheel drive, Oh yes, you know, big, super lifted, big mud slinging tires, Very huge, big block, like just an absurd vehicle. And I used to travel with them and we would go watch mud bogging, mud bogging events and things <laughs> like that. Um, this, this, this man, this, this friend of my dad's like, he let me drive his truck. Oh, sh the mud he let me drive truck? it. Oh, and it was cool. like 850 horsepower, big block. And like that in today's world, 850 horsepower is not a lot, but at that time it was a lot. And this thing was a freaking light switch. It was so retarded. It had the um, Predator carburetor on it. He, he, it, had, it had, awesome. so it was a big block, 
blah 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 and he's and had and it was nitrous powered as well sweet he's like yeah you, you can take it through the bog if you like but he's like but no nitrous and i was like <laughs> I'm like a, like a very young and impressionable teenager, like maybe 16, 17 at this time. And I'm just like, like overawed with like, I can't believe this guy's going to allow me to do that. I did not do it. I did not take it through the bog. Why? Well, I was scared, scared, man. Like uh. it was terrifying. I drove it through the pits and like I said, it was a light switch. It was on and off throttle, like just like just... Mm flipping a switch and it was hard really hard to drive you're basically full throttle or you're not doing anything anyways i didn't i didn't uh, i didn't drive it but that was a big part of like how i grew up and we used to watch like motorcycle racing and like drag racing and that was a big yeah. thing in prince george as well um so that's kind of how the the sort of the car and motorcycle bug kind of entered me mm-hmm. um it wasn't until a little later that when Tim and I linked up out of high school, you know, as Tim was kind of you know, touching on a little bit there, he was a little bit more entrepreneurial minded and I was more like an art student, you know, and I just, you know, I was, I was interested in doing something different than what we were doing. So we talked about moving and we just like, let's go to lower mainland. Cause that's the big city, the land of opportunity. And we did that. And so Trek factory was born. Um, that's a whole different podcast history. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but well, yeah, that was it. So like when, when Tim and I finally linked up, you know, his love of cars and sort of his knowledge of cars is kind of what like fueled my sort of passion and sort of like my entry point into cars and motorcycles that I know now today. Um, I'm still a huge motorsports fan. Um, I used to watch a ton of lo- I used to love watching it. I would go to every race that I could. And uh, it's, yeah, it's deep, it's deep in me, man. So you're currently building a Datsun, if we have any new listeners. <clears throat> so you're going to tell us a little bit about a Datsun. And yeah, and so why are you, bu- what, what is it and why are you building it? Okay, so like I'm not building it for content, that's for sure. <laughs> um, anybody out there that does follow us and are interested, why I haven't, again, I <laughs> why I haven't posted like what's happening with I the Datsun. At least like once, I'd say once a week, they're like, what's happened with the Datsun? I know, project? you yeah. always get one no. comment at least. No, it's that that car, I don't, you know, that, that car, its existence is because I, I have a deep love for Datsun as well. Um, ever since I saw Tim's beautiful Guards Red version of it, um, I always wanted to have a sick Datsun as well. So I started uh, designing and building that car, thinking that I was just going to do a, a standard sort of motor swap. And then I started digging a little bit deeper and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to do so much more stuff if I want this thing to actually be any good at all. And I'm at a place in my life right now where I'm trying to learn new skills, something to sort of keep me inspired, keeping me sort of like in love with what I do. And my Datsun is a direct representation of what that actually represents. So um, it's teaching me, I'm, I'm having to learn new things to be able to do that. And, uh, it, you know, with that being said, it takes a lot out of me to be able to do that. But yeah, it is. It's, it's cool. a long story and I could talk on and on and on about it because I'm super passionate about it. But that'd be for another podcast if we yeah. really want to talk no, about yeah, it. We can, we'll, we'll dive into that another podcast because I'm, <clears throat> I was just curious to know what got you guys into cars. And it wasn't because of any person like you weren't like these people that I don't know are going to think this is sick. And so I'm going to build a car. Because oh, yeah. Of that. And yeah. No, there's i had the opposite experience in my town how so because i had a cool car 
So a lot of people hated on me at that Oh, time. no. <laughs> it even got vandalized a couple of times. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Well, I, so if we think back to like in that time, your car was so rad. It was. It was a I super, super car. rad car. Like um, people are building it now. Mm, and I had it when I was 16. Way back. Yeah, that's so And awesome. like, if you remember, you remember like if you saw anything even remotely sports car in that town at that time, it was like like the world just stood out. Like it was like in slow motion as you watch this car go by, you're just like, ah, oh, mouth just that's fully cool. open, just gaping. And you're just like, oh my God. Like you'd see a Coontash, like a Lamborghini yeah, like a Coontash. Coontash. Came to town and it was in the newspaper. And you're just like, what? <laughs> like for they real, this thing makes it into print oh media because it's such a big deal, right? That's so funny. Um, even Porsches back in those days were like, they were, Pretty rare. Pretty rare. Mm-hmm. I'd say probably one of the coolest cars was a Lotus Esprit Turbo. Oh, and it was my dentist owned it. His oh, office was like was right in the middle of the time. No, it was black. Oh, okay. Black with the gold trim. Mm. That's sick. It was I a white still, one I just saw a few weeks ago. I was like, whoa, is it the same car? I still <laughs> love white cars. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I love those cars. But yeah, so but that kind of moves to my point is like, it, I, I guess... Would you even say to tell people of like, oh, you should build a car for yourself? I think the or, scene was the opposite. Yeah. Because where we were, there was so much winter that like even the guy that I was, I consider my mentor, it was like you worked all winter almost by yourself, maybe a small group of buddies, and it was more hot rod based, and you did your thing to debut in spring. Up until that point, you didn't really have much outside input or influence and then you brought it out in spring hoping to get you know either make something crazy like mm-hmm. set a new trend do something or get some kind of accolades out of it but you weren't being manipulated along the way yeah yeah, yeah. like you had your own vision you built your vision and then took it to the people mm-hmm. now you see people being manipulated by outside sources yes constantly every so day true. like you should do this you should have done this you're a fucking idiot and then next thing you know you got something that you don't even like yeah you yeah bent to everybody else's will mm-hmm. especially if your your soul sort of core on why you're even doing it is for likes yeah you know like if if that's your metric yeah, yeah we you're gonna to end up with something with that you're not happy with not long ago and it was like that was literally the mandate it's like what's everybody else gonna like and i'm just like i don't give a shit yeah like you we've built i've built some cars that are very polarizing but i love them (laughs) i don't really care and if i listen to everybody else they wouldn't exist Mm -hmm. but at least it's enough to evoke some kind of an emotion out of it like you don't necessarily need to like it but hopefully you appreciate the amount of effort Mm -hmm. which is a common comment like i can appreciate the amount of effort but fuck it's ugly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> which is also a comment with mine it is it is with my Datsun it's it is very polarizing for sure from the paint job to everything that I did to it and like all the little stupid things that I did like the ski box on the roof the wide body all of that and it's like it's so polarizing but like I built that car because I just loved seeing wide body things and I was like oh these things look sick and I love Datsuns mm-hmm. like you guys until mm-hmm. I'm like I wonder what, but the ZX was an unloved car. So I was like, hmm, let me see if I can make it something that I would be proud of. And I could transform it into like a build that is actually cool, like to see, because I hated the way it looked from factory. Two big bumpers. It was not, it was just terrible. 
So, um, yeah, that was kind of what for my Datsun. But also, like, I feel like even being, I do a lot of YouTube, like, um, on, like, my personal channels and everything. But even those, I feel like I don't even follow the norm because I know a lot of friends that, that they buy cars just because they're like, okay, this has the biggest following of people like buy German cars. And they're like, okay, I'm going to build a BMW 335i. And they have crazy big channels. But I'm just like, I love old Jags. I'm just, I'm weird like that. Yeah, if you're chasing <laughs> analytics and watching that kind of stuff, yeah. you yeah. try to figure out what you should have. Mm -hmm. That's not really, it's not your passion anymore. It's like now it's a job. It's yeah. business, it's yeah. It's like you're doing it the same way you do any other job whether mm -hmm. you're selling hardware at the hardware store like oh, we need to know what sells that's you're not you've lost it then yeah kind of lost your way yeah yeah cars are not really a thing anymore it's whereas just, we just, are able to keep it very separate like yeah we can build this because it's fun and it probably will appeal to a bunch of goofy people <laughs> but at the same time our shop projects are like polar opposite of what we of put what on youtube is. yes so yeah so I just, I don't know. It was just like a thought that I was thinking of. I was like, oh yeah, like why, why do we as car enthusiasts build to one versus the other? And we're not saying any of them is bad. Like we're not saying either is bad we're because to? I don't, it depends because what, like, I guess it depends on, to me at least, the level that you do these things. I like think you there said, just needs to be understanding that this is this being is built strictly for, for yeah business. This is entertainment. Yep. And then over here, this is business. Yes. Like, but people mix the two up. Like mm -hmm. they think they're the same, mm -hmm. and they're vastly not the same. Yeah. Because ninety, I'm gonna go really high. Like ninety nine percent of the shit that's built on YouTube, mm -hmm. you couldn't daily drive that. No. <laughs> There's no way. Like it would not work. Yeah. And it's just, and that's why they try it and it ends up parked behind the building and they go on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Some people evolve and learn. Others just keep building wild shit that doesn't work, but it doesn't matter that they're praised for their successes and their failures. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole, it's content creation. Yeah. Those are not car people, I don't think. <sighs> I don't think so. Uh, Unless they have it well hidden. Yeah. Because you look at like Whistling Diesel. He doesn't seem to give a shit about anything. <laughs> he doesn't have a car that he loves and covets. He just destroys everything. So he's content creator. I think there's car t content creators that are not car people. Yeah. They've just figured out they've that. they found something mm -hmm. that's an easy thing that they can get, like, they could probably just as easily transition to another topic. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's always those people that are just chasing fame. Mm -hmm. And they find a way in and away they go. Yeah. Like, whatever mm -hmm. happened to our guy Stancy Pants? Oh shoot! I just forgot about that guy. I just <laughs> I haven't seen him anywhere. Yeah, that no, that one was a clearly aimed at brazing his channel. If you yes. don't know, a few months ago, no, oh, over a year, a year ago, ago now, hmm. this dude with uh, Miata that was kind of cambered did a uh, he, Miata, yeah, RX eight, RX eight. Sorry, RX eight. I don't know, but it was cambered. His car pretty much caught on fire yeah. because he did some janky stuff. But he ended up saying that he like people were responsible for it. That it was arson and the cops were gonna oh, catch yeah. this person. Yeah, I remember and that's stupid. That's silly. Story. A year, yeah, a year later, there's still no update Nothing on his page he just because completely disappeared. Because what was funny was he said he had proof 
of people doing this to his car, but people called him out on it because everything that he pointed out from where the fire location, you could see where it started from was the fuse box. And he had done a bunch of janky stuff that kind of made the fire happen that yeah. RX-8s are known for. And there's a bunch of other things, but his following grew quite a bit though. Like literally like like doubled overnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but after that, like I feel like after people called him out on it, we haven't seen an update from him in over a year yeah, or just straight something like that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that was that, that was an example of like but he doing claimed four somebody views. blown up his car or his arson or yeah. something. So interesting. Chasing it for the gram. And then didn't he start a GoFundMe to get yep. another car right or away? Or someone started a GoFundMe for, I don't yeah. know. But yes, Backfired it's just. And now he's gone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but for a lot of people, though, it is, it works out. Like there's people that do it for views and it works out and they do. But again, like I would like to see more. It sounds weird. I would like to see people fail, but I would like to see people fail. Like the, like the person that we've been talking about that I've muted his name the entire time. Like I would like to see, even if they don't work, I would like to see more videos on them of sorting out all the issues. If it Agreed. doesn't drive well, Agreed. I want to see, I want to see the project fail if it deserves to fail and then be rectified and found to, you know, a, a way to sort of, solve that solution and make it actually work properly. It should be an easy thing for him because mm -hmm. I don't think he's ever claimed to be a professional car. No, player. he, he most he has definitely has not in it. So no. for him to fail is part of the process. Yeah. So I don't know why he doesn't just own it. Yeah. Capitalize on that even. Rectify it. Yeah. And show the learning process mm -hmm. and why he needs to rectify it instead of just giving the impression that it's good. It and that's runs, it. And then it disappears. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you do that? You have yeah. so much more opportunity for more content. Yeah. But again, I also feel like you can have both. You can build it for yourself, but also for social media content as well. Like our boy, Jin Jim, he mm -hmm. does, I feel like he's a good mix of both, but he almost does it to a part of like, and he's also said it before because he builds these cars, but falls so much in love with them or the whole build and the views just start to drop and he still keeps making videos on them and doesn't know when to stop. And so he's realized that too. And it's like, oh shoot, but he does it full time. Mm -hmm. So for him, it has to make sense, like financially, that's what he does full time. And so he is still very passionate about all his cars, but at the same time, he has to be kind of realistic with finances and all that stuff on his end of things. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's very interesting, like transitioning and di building different Yeah, things. you see that's a very, dis that's a distinctly different uh, channel and, and his whole sort of core of what his channel represents. Like mm -hmm. you can see him progress oh, over yeah. the years, He's evolved so much, become better, and and like actually even even have old projects come back in yeah. and then completely redo them. Mm -hmm. um, I like to see that. I think it's really cool to watch, and I think it's very inspirational to any you know young younger person or, or or any person out there that wants to sort of you know get an understanding of what our little industry here has to offer or what if you want to get involved in it those kind of those kind of channels are actually really good to watch yeah you watch somebody that didn't know anything now all of a sudden he knows how to he's learning how to do something you know on the fly figuring it out obviously listening you know to to good comments taking suggestions and like you see that, I respect that. I think that's really, really great. 
you know i like that yeah he's a it's a good channel yeah well that's that's those are my thoughts so mm. anything else from y'all <laughs> wow <laughs> it's um, like oh i think it should i say this uh-huh. should i not say this <laughs> no I, I don't know <clears throat> i think there's just two very different classifications yeah i'm kind of that's in the it. middle yeah i don't know because i Obviously, see i see everybody what you're likes about, doing though. stuff and having it be appreciated by other people yeah of course we all do 100 percent. but i don't think you should let it choose the direction of your project true or adjust the timeline that you're comfortable with because mm. it's as soon as you start rushing stuff for the sake of other people it's just it's not going to go good mm-hmm. and you're just going to lose as soon as you stop liking your own project that's because if you listen to the noise you will hate your project right away because mm-hmm. everyone no matter what you do it's not good enough it's not expensive enough it's not fast enough it'll beat you down and you're like i don't even want to do this thing anymore so yeah. just don't let in the noise mm-hmm. yeah any yeah. final thoughts rob mm. yeah i know it's yeah do your thing for you you know if you um if you want to build a car do it for yourself do it for whatever reason makes sense to you don't try to f- don't try to deceive anybody don't try to fool anybody you know if you're if you're just doing it for the sake of content like just you know whatever make it look make it be make known good content make make yeah make good content um even if you suck at it just make it entertaining at least yeah. and admit that you suck at it <laughs> that's it yes i agree on that part too yeah 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 like, i don't know everybody's got stuff they suck at mm-hmm I just like seeing people evolve. I love seeing people that make things that are that are creating things just get better. Yeah, I too. love to see that. Me too. Yeah, like that's the stuff that fires me up. That's that's the whole purpose well, why I watch why YouTube. We watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see you're that. You're trying to find someone better than you, or looking for pointers or tips or a more efficient yeah. way to do stuff, and that's the stuff that I gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. All the rest of it, where it's all just hype and smashing and all this ugh, yeah so it gets exhausting yeah it does like there's old. channels that are literally like i'll say well i don't know you're probably gonna bleep it out but like dde mm. like i'm legitimately interested in that ferrari so i'll be like fast forward fast forward <laughs> fast forward fast forward so, so out of a 32 minute episode like, i will take six minutes yeah out of it yeah because the rest of it i don't need like i don't care but i understand that they need to do it for their audience and obviously it's fucking wildly successful Mm -hmm. and people enjoy but i don't watch sitcoms and i don't watch dramas i don't watch any of that shit so i guess if you need that as part of your content intake then it's perfect for them but i Mm -hmm. just want to watch the car stuff yeah yeah, that's it yeah and yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah it makes sense because they all i mean they are also passionate about the cars too like yeah you can see that they like driving who wouldn't drive like driving Lambos and Ferraris and stuff? But they have to keep on making content. So because that's their so that's their own yeah, challenge. Yeah. And sometimes it's a little cringy and made up, and it's like <laughs> yeah. maybe a little more frequent than it should be these mm-hmm. days. But I mean, they're trying to feed the machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As the machine gets bigger, it needs more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That machine is always looking for more. Yeah. You know what's what's next? What's next? What's going to be bigger? What's better? How can I get more? Like you're going to get to the, like we've talked about these other content creators and 
they've been at it longer than them even and they've found the end of the road yeah like, like how now you got far, a Senna. how you far do you have to go after you achieve yeah. something like a senna or something yeah so you get a senna or you get a veyron what do you got to do the next level who's getting more views than him now you got to take a senna and catch it on fire <laughs> like then what do you do after that what's more expensive than a senna like now you got to start burning fucking helicopter <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's never gonna end yeah like, where do you go like, yeah space shuttle next go yeah, to space like, and conquer you know this guy's gonna have a jet fighter or something like <laughs> I mean, you see it. You see it kind of in like the whistling diesel one, yeah, which is like yeah, just like absolutely absurd Ferrari. content. And I watch it on occasion. Now he's getting helicopters and they're doing all this stuff. But yeah. it's like eventually you're it's wild. you're going to run out of you're going to run out of stuff to destroy. Mm -hmm. Maybe you won't. I have no idea. Yeah, no clue. He seems to be fairly <laughs> creative when it comes. To yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. I, he has some good storytelling. I'll give you that. Yeah, like, he does. It's pretty good. He does. <laughs> I think there's a touch of mental illness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't but know. I enjoy a, watching that. I though. do enjoy um, watching it. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. That's good entertainment it's content very, for the sake very, of yeah. entertainment. Very clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Entertaining and furating at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I can't afford this, and you're just gonna wreck it. Yeah. I know. So I think that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for watching this. If you think we're crazy or if you have any thoughts other than what we discussed about this topic, you can comment in the comment section below. Uh, like this video if you liked it slash podcast. Uh, subscribe if you haven't. Follow us on all our channels. See you later. want to talk shit and say it to me directly, just pay the fee. And you yes. Can do it. Set up. <laughs> Check out our Patreon. I will see you later. Bye.